Welcome to Planning Phase Syndicate. I'm your host, Christopher Tanner, and we are airing episode number 12. Yes, folks, it is finally episode 12. It's weird. It, it almost feels like we've been doing this for three months, and I know we haven't, but it's almost what it feels like we have been doing. Tonight, talking about precise calculations. Nah, no more droid stuff. None of that tonight, because we know, we know CIS does not ever ever outmaneuver very well unless you're grievous then i'll grant you that um with that being said we are go we are going to talk a lot tonight about outmaneuvering um if you watched their game earlier tonight <clears throat> you'll be able to see all of the different uh, outmaneuvering techniques matt used to crush my jedi squad um which again that's what aces do and that's why aces can be very good especially if you know how to play them which i think is matt's favorite play style but we won't tell him we won't tell him because i don't want him to keep using that to crush me every time uh, we're also going to look at some of the newer cards and we're going to uh, kind of talk about some of the different pilots that do affect um, us when we do some outmaneuvering. With that being said, let's bring in my co-host tonight, Mr. Matthew Swanson. How are you tonight, sir? Good. Hopefully he's good. He's muted. You got to unmute yourself. Yeah, I'm having lovely, lovely computer issues too. So, hi. I don't know why I'm Swanson though, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll join the Swanson Pyramid of Excellence any day. There you go. We got to get some bacon, some eggs, some ham, some hash browns, and I don't know, like seven or eight waffles. There you go. <laughs> Breakfast food's anyway. always the best food. Just With saying. that being said, we are definitely going to have an amazing night. Charles was not able to make it. He is going through hurricane season. So I told him, go ahead, sit tonight out. We wanted Matt's hot takes anyway. So got to get some, some juicy hot takes for Matt. With that being said, how was your week, Matt? Uh, I haven't talked to you since busy. earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Since not long ago, busy, busy, busy week. Uh, but otherwise it's, it's, it's been pretty good. How was your week? Chris? Pretty good. I have a, um, last week was not quite as busy work wise. It was pretty busy, but next week, um, or I guess is Sunday the beginning of the week? I don't know anymore. If Sunday's the beginning of the week, then this current week is going to be super busy because um, we have a new in-person game that will be our new in-person thing uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, that I'm going to be going to to play some in-person gaming uh, for X-Wing uh, tomorrow. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to perfect my Jedi list enough to, before I get to play in the GSP tournament next yeah. week, Saturday. I'm also nice, go sure. going to be um, also I, I'm going to be doing an epic battle, I believe, next Friday um, and depending, on the table. Yeah, depending on what we do, I don't know if we'll record it and, and play it back for everybody. I, I don't know how Ooh. that's going to work. We've also added a, a thing in on Thursdays. We are going to be doing live game streaming every Thursday now from seven to ten, roughly. Um, I can't guarantee we'll always start at seven. It just kind of depends on the kids. But it's between 7 and 8 we'll start, and we'll end between 10 and 11, typically. Unless I don't have to work on Friday, then we'll be streaming until whenever I pass out, <clears throat> or Charles passes out. If you would <laughs> like to, you're more than welcome to actually join our uh, stream team. If you want, you can type exclamation discord into the thing. Actually, I'll just do it for you. We'll do exclamation discord. That will give you the link to our discord channel. You can sign up. There's a streamer thing. 
um, where people can sign up to uh, stream or commentate. Uh, if you do commentate, you got to have a decent enough mic that you're not like breaking up all the time. So, but we are we are looking this week. I believe we're going to be doing um, kind of some janky uh, some janky lists, and that's kind of what we we're. I'm hoping that we're going to get out of Thursday. So. We'll see, though. We'll see. I don't know. Depends. Depends on what everybody comes up with. Um, we also have a you. If you join the Discord, there is a streamer suggestion um tab right in the Discord. You're welcome to uh submit a you know a question to say, hey, uh, we would like to see this. You know, at minimum, we'll have some of the hosts and things uh playing the games, but essentially, we will also take requests and have anybody that wants to join us on stream can. And if you're just like, well, I want to see somebody win with Defender Vader. Um, we could try to make that happen. We could try. I can't guarantee it though, because I've only seen John it win a few. Play it, man. John. John does really well with Defender Vader, man. Yeah, I think John does well with everything. Well, that's that way. true too. So yeah, we'll make John play whatever people want to see. <laughs> there you way. go. John hit it. Um, last last night Saturday, we actually, if you want to go back, they aren't up on YouTube yet, but they are on Twitch. Charles and I played. Uh, some games together we ran the jedis and we actually took a request for the chat for a boba nim uh squad so they, they actually weirdly enough without even knowing charles that well they they picked a scum squad and then charles was able to that go through crazy. it crazy yep and because I'd of my say. i made one mistake in how i set up my dials and that kind of ended the game uh, gave Charles the advantage there. But. Well, and it has to also be said though that Charles has a lot of experience with scum. So if you're going to run something, running scum with it, Charles is basically you're giving him a, a an advantage there, at least to a point. So yeah, which is okay. Got to give Charles some of, some of the advantages at some of the times. Um, right. No, I, I thought it was never any advantages for him. Isn't <laughs> that the rule that we always go by in this room? I, I don't remember. Well, tonight's episode with precise calculations comes precise maneuverability. And we wanted to do some some discussion on outmaneuvering. So, Matt, if you want to give us just a real quick high-level outline of, of what you're going to cover through um, outmaneuvering, that would be amazing. Sure. Um, so, outmaneuvering is uh, basically how a ship gets behind another ship or out of it, a firing arc. Depends on where those are. So we're going to talk about when you can outmaneuver or when it is most advantageous or most available to outmaneuver. Uh, basically, when we're going to go through initiative, we're going to talk about the ship's maneuver abilities and then um, which opponent is player one. Uh, then we're going to talk about how to achieve some of those uh, those maneuver uh, outmaneuvering uh, times and abilities. Uh, a lot of that's going to be when you take a bid. Uh, ship abilities, double repositioning in the ships, which is uh, basically linked actions as well, uh, and just when uh, you can do a boost in barrel roll, so the double be reposition basically again. So those that's the high-level outline, sir. All right, so where do you want to start? Do you want me to bring TTS up? How do you want me to do this whole thing? Well, we can. Whole... Uh, I basically am just going to kind of discuss it a little bit, guys. So outmaneuvering, like I basically started out this whole thing by saying, is when you can get your opponent's ship in your firing arc and you are not in your opponent's firing arc. Uh, always best to be able to shoot them while they're not shooting you. Uh, I think that's right. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, typically that is correct. It's any time that you get a shot that nobody else gets a shot or you get 
a primo shot, whereas somebody's taking a disadvantage right. shot. I will I'll throw both of those into the caveat there. No. Yeah, that's true too. So I yeah, I suppose that's true. If you could if you can line up a, a clean shot where uh you're basically hiding behind clouds so that when you're having shots coming in at you, they're they're gonna be obstructed and when you're shooting out, basically you have a clean shot. That is another really good sign of I guess outmaneuvering, not for the this the talent card, but it is actually uh definitely higher level maneuvering, which is great. Yeah. So Every ship actually uh, can be, uh, even even your droids, Chris, can actually be the ships that are out maneuvering. The trick to that is to having the initiative. Uh, so even a, even an I one against a swarm of other I ones could be an out maneuvering ship or an acing ship. Instead of going for the blocks, you would instead go for an attempt to out maneuver. Now, that being said. You're not going to be outmaneuvering much in a Bosk YV-666. It's just not happening. Uh, so you have to take into account the ship's maneuverability. But every ship has the ability to outmaneuver its its opponents by going second if it has a reposition. I think would be a better way of saying it. Now, technically, I suppose you can always outmaneuver regardless, but it's easier to do with a reposition. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, I do think Bosk can outmaneuver, let's say, right? And I say that only because you there's things with Bosk that he can do. For example, that if you aren't expecting the, the stop maneuver, right? And we all know that, right. that silly uh, Lando shuttle can coordinate him, an action, he then does a stop, he stays there, you know, Gamma keys something from the turn before. There's a lot of options. And so if, if you're, and I've done this before against Charles, actually, if I'm playing a droid swarm and I bring my droids in and I move them, um, you know, so that I'm facing him, we shoot, engage next turn. He doesn't have that stress, right? Then I actually do a maneuver, forget that he can do the stop, go in for a block, rotate my droid. I'm now out maneuver because he outplayed me in a position. Um, and I think that's very important to that discussion is that, same way as technically even if my droid is if bosk is doing that if my droid does a k turn right which they don't do very often but they can do it um they they do a turnaround maneuver it puts them behind bosk or puts them out of bosk technically i am out maneuvering that ship as long as he can't shoot me <laughs> as, as long as he right. can't shoot me um yeah i mean so that's just very basically variations on on kind of it but Basically, that is a, I would say that's almost more of an outplaying outmaneuvering, which if you know your opponents or uh, your opponent didn't think of something like Chris just said, you had lost the stress or whatever it is, maybe they don't. Like a great example is the HMPs. Those don't necessarily have the um, the ability to outmaneuver much. Uh, well, I'm sorry. They, they don't have the high initiative rather to outmaneuver, but what they do have is those, 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 um, well, I don't even know what are they called? Those, those new, like, I don't know. What, what is it called again, Chris? The uh, side slip. That's what it is. There you go. Side, side slip. slip. Yep. Uh, yeah. So when you can do the side slips, it's those side slips that people aren't used to that are really where the outmaneuvering comes from. 
So that is a different type of outmaneuvering, which I guess I didn't discuss, but you're right. Technically, 100% true. You can just outplay to outmaneuver your, your opponent, which a lot of ace players, you know, there is a little higher threshold to play about playing aces. It is not necessarily the trickiest thing or the easiest thing. Uh, I would say after you've played for a little while, you, you can probably be a little bit more proficient at it. It is tricky to be an ace player from the get-go. There are some people that have those, those skills right off the bat, but just to let you know. Uh, so, yeah. So, basically, if you are looking to outmaneuver, you want your opponent to be first player. And you want to have higher initiative ships, generally speaking, if you're looking to outmaneuver. So, and also, hey, didn't even discuss it, right? What's the, one of the most important bits of X-Wing? The dial. So a good dial, high initiative ships, and a bid are what I'm going to say so that you can definitely move forward into taking things on your side, basically, to, to being that, that, player, that player one, that being that, uh, sorry, so sorry about that, uh, being that player one, having that initiative, having that ability to outmaneuver. So. For sure. Okay. Yep. So, you want me to go ahead and bring it up? Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and go into the, this stuff. So, uh, so first things first, you're going to want to take a bid, and then next, you're going to look at your ships and see what different maneuverabilities they have. Uh, I've kind of brought a few ships up, and I've kind of put a few examples in to TTS, so you can, we can kind of get a little bit of an idea, and maybe a little bit of of an idea how this play is going to work out. Uh, so with the different types of outmaneuvering, I mean, there, there's multiple types, but we're going to just go over a few of them. So uh, if you take your bid and you have your more maneuverable ships, uh, one of the things that comes up is a ship abilities. And I'm going to say linked actions. So we're going to start first with uh, our example here. We have two Tiberians, right? So red's moved. Uh, but this Tybaron, Seventh Sister, has a higher initiative. So it moved second. It moved here. Uh, and Red, if you look, Red has a shot right here onto this Tybaron at range two. So that Tybaron can just sit there and take a focus. Or it can attempt to outmaneuver. So if Seventh Sister boosts to the right, instead of staying where it was at, and then taking its linked action of a focus for stress, now we might be looking at a different situation. So let's see what we got here now. So instead of having Seventh Sister at range one, you'll notice that it, there is no shot on Seventh Sister. But Seventh Sister has an outmaneuvered or a shot on the red Tiberian. So by using those maneuvering abilities and using kind of your knowledge of board state where you can set your ships and different things like that, you will see a different ability as to where you can take shots, how you can take shots, how you might be able to move your ships. So sometimes when you are lined up at range two, uh, there does seem to be a good time where you can give this an attempt to see if you can actually dodge that arc. I'm sure that's happened to you, Chris. Yep. And so there you have, so I'll bring up the tie bearing card. Um, so here is a tie baron. You can see that he has the barrel roll to focus 
boost to focus, you know, the, the, of course they're red maneuvers, but it gives them the ability to do things others can. So another option when you are doing this is let's say uh, you move echo here again by Baron here. Now you moved echo right here into this, into this position. So what you're going to want to do with echo is you're going to want to barrel roll and you're going to want to barrel roll pilot. Oh, this is going to be harder for me. To the right. Pilot left. And you're going to want to try to get, make sure that you end up with a, a range. So I'm going to say if you barrel roll all the way to the back. So now you take that shot. Sorry, we should have done this. Let's do this again. All right. So you notice you have here you have echo at range one. But if you do barrel roll pilot, right? And you pick, I think probably forward's fine too. Probably all of them would be fine. Now you'll notice that he's no longer, or she's no longer in, in arc, but Echo now has an outmaneuvered shot back at the Tybaron. So it is beneficial to do some of those out, to do some of those maneuvering tactics as opposed to picking up some of the, some of the, of the modifiers sometimes, right, Chris? So yep. you, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, because what you're getting is so, and the difference is, is you're getting a shot on that Ty Baron, and you're taking that Ty Baron shot away. So not only, and I hold on, I gotta zoom out to get that other guy in there. So not only because you're you're doing that with him, you you may not be able to get as much damage, but you're guaranteeing that you don't have to roll green dice. You just guarantee it. It's like, nope, I'm not gonna have to roll green dice today. Um, and hence that's why you know. Typically, aces can outmaneuver lower initiative ships in non-swarm atmospheres because it's a lot harder. And again, take the game earlier that I played with the three Jedi Knights. They can reposition too, but you know what? You can't reposition <laughs> if Vader is going to be able to go after you. So that's kind mm -hmm. of a huge, the huge tactic right there. So another one that we don't see a lot, and I guess I, I use Vader here with afterburners for everybody who needs to know that, because obviously the TIE Advanced X1 generally does not have the abilities to boost. So we'll assume that he did a three maneuver and that he's sitting here like this to this TIE Baron. If you notice, they both have shots. They're almost parallel to one another. So if you've done this, you can boost to the pilot right like a sue and then you have the option to also barrel roll so this allows you to barrel roll oops not the right way cancel sorry uh and then you barrel roll. so now you've you've double repositioned and you probably have even picked up uh, a little bit more range as well as having a little bit more uh, definitely very outmaneuvered, right? So I was able to get there when they were lined up parallel. So for everybody in, in the chat there, I probably saw that there. Uh, sometimes it isn't necessary always to do that. But if they were a little closer, uh, sometimes it is necessary to do the double reposition, uh, which you know, obviously would give you a little bit more range. So you do see this a lot with like Sunter Fell, for instance, Chris. You'll see where they like will 
pull the pull in right so the other thing that i want to discuss real quick if you notice here uh, a lot of these you'll notice that the range is very very close so it's easier to outmaneuver if you're very very close because when you are that close every little adjustment is a big adjustment when you're talking about those firing arcs so getting close is a trick but Obviously, you don't want to be so close you're bumping. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those. Uh, what do you what do you call it? Where it's uh, running a gauntlet, basically, right? Yeah. Well, and I think you know one of the keys too is is when you want to get rid of them, you want to avoid. You want to not have to take the the damage as a a non ace player, right? Is either you want to go in and block, or you want to keep your. So you can see here. In this scenario, the Baron's net is way too wide, way too wide. So what you would want to do is is maneuver your Baron's into a different formation and you have to kind of pick a target and take it down. Um, you know, and if it's Vader, you're going to have to deal with all his force. If it's Echo, you have evades and cloaks, um, you know. And if you're well, shooting Echo range three, he's, he's she's getting three dice. <laughs> you know, like it's a three dice right. echo at that point. Right. Well, and the other thing too, and this is kind of pretty quickly here, you can kind of see how this can fall apart if you happen to be the second player. Now we can switch the tables and say that that those people all moved, but now let's see what we have as an option. For instance, yellow here did its maneuver and it can boost right. And now, totally out of echoes, echoes echoes arc there right so all you had to do was just that simple maneuver red also can boost and i think we're going to boost right with it with uh with red as well now you though you have continued to stay in the arc you have actually not been outmaneuvered you have maneuvered yourself into the firing range so not necessarily bad now pink doesn't have as many options but pink can always attempt to flee the situation. Uh, I think probably the best thing to do would be boost left, and I think that might get you to range two. Uh, but either way, uh, not always is it a possibility, but sometimes you can um, definitely get yourself into some better better shooting positions by going second. So there are some options, but if you notice by getting yourself in close there, you did. Uh, like give yourself the best opportunity to outmaneuver your opponent so getting in close giving yourself the initiative getting ships that are maneuverable and have the ability to either link or double reposition is what we call it where you can both barrel roll and boost and then also linked actions can work in lieu of that so if you do have just the focus but you do want to make sure if you are attempting to do this with a ship that isn't a double reposition ship, you can either add afterburners or you have the ability to both barrel roll and boost on your action bar because that's going to be kind of key. You have to have both the ability to move or shift as well as boost. Uh, both of them at the same time are I, obviously the best, but you can definitely do one or the other action so get initiative get them maneuverable ships get those linked actions double reposition if you can and grab your opponents 
by the tail, if you will. Is there anything right. I missed, you think, Chris? No, I think that really covers it. You know, again, like I said, the idea is, is how can you, people don't like to play against aces, especially when you first start playing for the pure sack that they can, they can outmaneuver you so much easier if you don't know where they're going to be. So I think one of the big things is learn your, learn the aces dials. What are the aces? What are the common combinations? And what are the dials? For example, those phantoms, you know, decloak. Echo, a lot of people have switched to, or I mean, how about this? I have switched to Echo for the pure fact that he moves in the bendy barrel roll um, formation, just like the Star Viper, and very similar to the side-slipping HMPs. So one of the big things is if you want to counter this, and that's kind of the big thing, you know, it's your threes are not going to move after this four. Your threes are not going to move after this six. But if you know Vader can come in here, then in slow low slow roll right i can't move you back but if you could if can you move pink back so if you know that you don't come in as hard and what you would do is you would ensure that vader just can't get a outmaneuver shot on you or you use pink to block and you bring yellow in behind that's another tactic let's block up the aces you know where they're going to be stop them from doing their maneuvers, force them to do very unproductive maneuvers. Know what their turnaround maneuvers are because, fine, let them have an out maneuver shot on you at range three um, with nothing to modify it but force or nothing. You know, like right. Echo here, you can do a turnaround maneuver, but if Echo's not range one and Echo's range three with his turnaround, but her turnaround maneuver, there is, the probability is very low that they're going to eke any damage in. That's just a fact. You know. All right. So why don't we bring up our? Let's do that. Let's bring up the new cards. So now we're getting into sure. wrath. Wrath is your fo. So I know you missed kind of the whisper thing. Hopefully you went and looked it up. These whispers are insane. I've they already got cool. two packs cool. uh, if ordered, if not three. So 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 they know. look yeah they look pretty good. Um, they look they pretty effective, good. but they're like kind of like the interceptor, right? They're like an upgraded interceptor, but like they're an interceptor mixed with an SF, right? Where they have that ability to change that arc around, but it has to be like the turret. Is that right, Chris? Yep. If it's like a, if you like have an ordinance, it's interesting. Oh, and the droid that was up last time, a thing to remember is he is unique. So you're only going to get one of them on a squad. Yep. That's at least something. So Wrath is but the yeah, new ship that was spoiled. Um, so we went over Kylo the other week after you perform a, a front, um, bullseye attack. If you have one or more non lock red or orange tokens, you may perform a bonus attack against a different target. So wow. if you have your thing pointed out the rear, you do the bullseye attack in the front. Guess what? Now I'm doing a, a shot in the back and on top of that, it's an I five. It's an I five. Like yeah. this is this is uh, this. I love this ship. I love this ship already. <laughs> like this is my this is my second new favorite favorite ship. And again, I have a hundred percent. I've already ordered. I went into my LFG and I ordered two packs of these. And I said, if you find out that they're going to be constrained, just get me three or four of them. I'll just take I'll just take them now, and then I'll sell off the other bombers because I don't think I need eight bombers. I'll never be able to fly them right. all. But 
right. want all those. I want these, and I wish they would release these separate too, so I could buy both of them. You know, like right. I don't need right. eight bombers to get four of these whispers, but that's I, I don't know what else to do to get them. And I I do want to run at least four of these. Yeah, I I don't know honestly, Chris. I have no idea. They are really cool though. I like how the beefy they are. They're another heavy fighter for the uh, First Order faction. It is a tough ship. I mean, it's, I mean, at I-5, you're going to see, I think, a lot of double shooting out of Wrath. Because it doesn't say anything like, um, doesn't say primary weapon. So it could be uh deterrent weapon, could be uh, whatever. So it doesn't have to actually be that Wrath, which is crazy. And if they do decide to release a solo, that would make everything easier for the rest of us. But you look at what they did with the CIS yeah. faction. You you can't get that um, Belzebub ship without buying that stupid pack. You know how many freaking droids I don't need? I don't need any more of those vultures. You know, it would be nice if I had five of those. You know how many of those stupid Belzebubs I have? Two. You know why? Because I didn't need to, because uh, I bought vulture. I used to buy the individual vulture pack back in the day to get the stupid ass discord missile that you couldn't get because it didn't come in this one pack. It was the dumbest, dumbest release I've ever yeah. seen. But okay. I do hope they put this one in a separate pack. I don't need the bombers in the pack. I just want this ship. That's all I care yeah. about. Because well, I bet you these ships are going to come yeah. in at uh, between 30 and 40 points. For the I one, oh, they're going to be at least forty. Or I threes, they're going to be at least forty points. You're not going to be, you're not going to be able to put more than four or five of them on a list. I don't think they're that much power. More power. Well, they're like a, they're like a tie SF, I guess, but they're better than a tie SF. Only slightly. What's an SF? Yeah, you, you probably can get five. You might be able to get five. Yeah, we don't know. I don't know, but I do like this ability. I think this. Um, I do. I do. Th I do like that they. They they are making a little bit of a caveat that um, if you have one or more non-locked red or orange tokens, you may perform a bonus attack. So it, you can't go around locking everything, making it, you know, this big issue that um, they can. And yeah, I, I'm Matt, I'm going to wager. I'll wager money on this. I'll actually uh, I'll wager one of these packs. You want to wager a pack? No, no, no. No, I don't, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't gamble with my money, only my life, sir. All right. So, well, let's uh, wager whether no. I can cut one of your fingers off then or you can cut one of mine. I'll do that too. Well, that's that's not my life, you crazy crazy man. No, anyway. Well, fingers uh, is your life. I'm telling I, you, I, you know, uh, come you're, in you're probably right, points, Catherine. 30 to 35. I I, I was going to say I was going to I would I was going to guess right around the 35 realm. Uh no, I might be wrong, obviously, but I think around 35, but you're right, Catherine, 32 to 33 might also be it. Question is, is whether or not, well, and actually, honestly, is the, how many of these ships can you get in a pack? It's just one for two bombs, correct? One. Yeah. Right. It's just so one. I'm going to say I'd, I'd err on the side of them being cheaper. Yeah. Because they're going to try to, I don't know if, I mean, they're going to try to get people to buy four packs of them or five packs of them. Because yeah. if you look at what's the price it. of a those SFs, what's the price of an SF? Let's look it up. Well, Let's twenty look bucks it up. for an SF. No, 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 no. I'm SF? sorry. I'm 32. sorry. Not the price. I meant the. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the an SF comes points. in at thirty two. It's thirty two. Yeah. Yep. So it's these nicer are thirty two. They're nicer yep, than these, an SF. They are one less shield, but, but they have the turret. Yep. I'm I'm wagering. 
they're going to bring these in, the minimum ones in, between 30 and 32 points. That's my guess. Could be wrong. 30, I'm going to say probably a little higher than Catherine. I'm going to say 33 to 35. Uh, but it'll be below 40. I, I if think that's wrong, looking that's at it, everybody watching in the chat 40. one of these. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> Chris will, however, buy it for you if I'm wrong. So that's very no. nice of Chris. Um, so yeah, no, I, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't see him being less than an SF. Do you see him being less than an SF? Yes, I, I think so. You do. I bet you will. See you really think SF. they're going to be less than an SF? I think they're going to reduce the Is price. Is the dial of SF. bad? Oh well, no, maybe. I don't know. SFs are pretty. I mean, you don't ever see them on the table, right? So they're probably very well priced. All right. The next card we have is Sensor Scramblers. At setup, you gain one cloak token. While you are cloaked, other ships cannot acquire locks on you. All right. So that's that's pretty good, right? That's a pretty good thing. During the end phase, if you are cloaked and there is an enemy ship at range zero to three, you must decloak. If you do and that decloak fails, lose one cloak token. This can also go on a silencer. So think of it this way. You're putting it on a silencer, or you could put this on there. So, man, if this is going to be f priced for a silencer, do you think this is going to even be... This has to be like three points at least. This has to be high. Higher. Because oh, this can yeah. go on either one. Or they're going to have to price it based on the ship type, which they've never done that before. Ever. Right. I've never seen that either. Um, well... Yeah, but it's not really, I don't know, you can't fire when you're cloaked. So I'm trying to think of the advantage of this. I mean, it's interesting, right? You can decloak, which is great. Like, I see it as a bigger advantage of the decloak. Uh, that might just be me, but basically, you're coming in with a cloak token until there's another ship basically anywhere in range at the end, at the end phase. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just that it's the initial reposition that really is going to be really tough. I would be surprised if this is cheaper than three points. Yeah, I would agree with that too. I, I, I mean, again, maybe it will be, I, I don't I agree with you. I don't know how, I guess I'm confused when it says you must decloak, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, I I mean you, must you just you could just keep your cloak token forever like that's just how that's gonna work. You cannot now. So remember the so this is like the you know the cloaking device. I think it's a cloaking device or, or it's not yeah. a stealth device. It's a cloaking device, right? You know how people kind of gimmick the system by saying, "Oh, I can't decloak because I can't decloak through a cloud." Oh no! So I get to keep my cloak token because that's their whole intention is to keep the cloak token. Well, this one has removed that ability. Right, you must either decloak. If you can't decloak, you just lose the cloak token. So it isn't a perpetual kind of cloak by keeping yourself next to a rock or whatever it may happen to be. So yeah, at the start of the planning phase, roll one attack Diana eyeball result, decloak or discard your cloak token. Yeah. So. I guess I, that's where I'm confused, right? Like, I'm just, I guess I'm super confused by this card, and I kind of wonder what the point of this card is going to be. I mean, yeah, I'm going to get a cloak token, but I, how do I keep it? You know, how do you keep that cloak you, token? You don't. 
I honestly, I think this is really just for using right at the very beginning, just either using it to, well, if you have an ace, it, it could stop it. If like, let's say Kylo Ren is, you know, I mean, it does keep people from target locking him. Isn't that right? It doesn't stop them from targeting him. They can still shoot him, but I, I see I this as know. a pointless uh, upgrade. Why would I give my, my tech slot up for this? Especially because the so, whisper you have to have a special there's a car that you right. need your tech slot to use that is an upgrade you want to give out jamming tokens, you know? Right. Well, I would see this personally, I would probably use it for the following, right? Let's say uh you you start out right at the very beginning. If you happen to put this onto a ship or let's say a squad of signer Janus engineers, right? You could cloak them all because it's at setup you start with a cloak you could decloak them all two forward then you could move them all five forward then you could boost them all after a focus and you are amazingly far down the road drk1 pro yeah i mean ewing targeting yeah jenden you're right that's also true catherine catherine said that you can also prevent early targeting. that can also be useful too Yes and no. I, I guess I agree with the DK1 probe droids a little bit, but at the same time, I change my play style based on what I have. If I know somebody has a sensor scrambler, right? They're gonna right. if they're gonna cloak and they're gonna come in really hard, I'm I'm gonna that shot's just gonna be a wasted shot anyway. And if I have DK1 probe droids or E wings or whatever, gen, like Jenden, I'm just not gonna spend that charge. I'm gonna move everybody one forward or two forward. And then I'm going to use it the next turn once you don't have a cloak token anymore. So I, I just, Isn't, I don't that's know. That's not the truth, though, either, though, Chris. That they Because they'll hold on to that cloak token. If you decide to do that and they didn't do that jump in, like, oh, I know Chris isn't going to do it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait a little bit, get a little bit better situation. And instead of doing that, they'll go, like, two forward or three forward or whatever it is. And let's say you did move your one or whatever it may happen to be. They still get to keep that token as long as they're not in range of you. I see. All right. Well, maybe so it has more use than I see for it. I, I just I, I don't see know. that as a dumb card, personally. That's just my opinion. I think it's a dumb card. Yeah, it's kind of a jack-in-the-box for me. Like, basically, boom, here we go. Right? That's probably all I would use it for. All right. Let's move on to the next. I, I guess I screwed up, and here's a resistance bomber. Resistance is Sasha or Shasha Zaro. There you go. I don't know how to say that. It's the artistic ace. While you defend, you may choose a friendly ship in your 180 back arc at range 0 to 2. And one of your green tokens, if you do that, ship gains a matching token. I think oh. that's pretty cool. I don't know how many points she'll that's be. That's amazing. Um, but I think that's pretty good because, I mean, again, you're going to have a turret. You're going to be able to perform butt attacks. So I don't know. I see. I personally, I think this is a pretty good one. Um, if it's me, I would, I agree. I like this one. I hope they don't overcost it. Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I like this one. I like this. I like this actually a me, lot. Working with that, that first person, I think this would be useful too. Uh, I think what they might be actually working for Chris is a little bit more of a symmetry feeling, kind of like the re rebels have, mm -hmm. uh, just a different type of symmetry. 
but I think that they might be trying to work more on that. They don't have any Jake Farrells yet or anything like that, but some of these droids and some of these pilots that they have, they are starting to get a little bit of more of a mesh. I'm starting to see more of a mesh because it's almost like resistance in my opinion has some really strong pieces but they're almost all very uh, like, almost like yeah like solo kind of pieces right like zz's amazing but zz's always amazing you could doesn't matter who she's with she's always good that piece is good rose is very good she's very solid doesn't matter if you run it with ZZ or Covenel. it has no bearing on what she does right so I don't know. I'm thinking I'm seeing more of that. That's all I'm saying. All right. The next one is Teza Naz. Naza. I don't know how to say that. Naz. I hate names so much. Why do they got to pick all these crazy names? Yeah, I don't know Naz. how to say them. Sounds right. Naz. Teza Naz. Yeah. You know, why not? Like I would say Naz. Maybe it's Naz. You know, I like Naz. Well, Naz yeah, I, I mean, hit the Nas. The Nas. Nas is back again. So don't, oh, now, now I'm going to get a DMCA because I'm going to be wrapping uh, some Nas oh, up in here. Don't be doing that. I always think, uh, you know, I always think hit the Nas. Like, you ever watch an Office where, where Dwight uh, tells yeah. tells uh, Jim to hit the Nas in the station wagon? <laughs> there you go. This <laughs> ship says, while a friendly ship at range 0 to 2 performs an attack, if the defender has a, sh a ship friendly to the attacker in each of its side arcs, the attacker may re-roll one attack dice. To me, the, the, this, this, is dumb. this is dumb. Way too but, many words. Okay, wait a second here. What do we got here? We got an AMG. We got an FFG. Probably It's probably FFG still. Um, I don't like this one. Charles and I talked about this a little bit um, the other day. Charles thinks Ooh. this is a pretty okay ship. I do not like it. I think that side arc thing is hard to trigger for both sides. But essentially, yeah. while a friendly ship at range zero to two performs an attack, if the defender has a friendly defender um, ship on each side of it, then you can re-roll attack dice. So essentially, this is anti-swarm tech, right? That's what this is. Hey, Chris, don't bring H droids that sit next to each other all the time. <laughs> don't land too Well, but you rocks. also have to drive it down their throat, too, right? Because you have to get mm -hmm. them into those side arcs as well. But even then, no, no, no. you can it's, only re-roll one their dice, ship. Right? It's the defender. So while, so let's say, so Ta Taza, so let's say ZZ is behind Teza. Oh, right? now I see. Yep, yep, yep. ZZ now is I, shooting an FO, and there's two yeah. FOs next to it. Right. Yeah, so I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't like this very well either. I think this is too hard to pull off, and hopefully this is not a lot of points. And you're right. right. Actually, you know what? It is not the defender's friendly ship. It's friendly to the attacker. So ZZ would have to have two ships on the side of the attacker, which is not as hard as it looks to do, because technically that the way that side arc is going to come out is if you're just offset to each of the right side and left side, it would work. I, I, I just right. don't like this. This is way too situational, in my opinion. And, yeah. and essentially, tell me what my cost is for the I-4. And if it's a cheap I four, I'm taking it. I don't care about the ability. If it, if it lands, great. It's not X wing to me. So, and that's all of the new cards that we have not covered yet. So, I'm excited. Yeah, and a lot of these yeah, are exciting. Good. Tez is interesting. I agree with you. I'm not sure on that one. I think that one to me is kind of a 
kind of a no kind of an it, it it reminds me of, it, it just seems too situational uh it might be great and it might be like the new meta and who hears me talking smack but like you said points would matter but even that even with points i don't know i don't know yeah cool i don't ship, know though. it is a nice ship i enjoy i enjoy that shit i do enjoy those fo's i'm very excited for kylo to come out uh especially because kylo has three fours Three fours. Yeah, I know. Three fours, baby. Three fours. This is what yeah. Charles actually was talking about the other day, too. Think about it. If we have three fours Kylo because it's a step up, right? Mm-hmm. The next phase, do we get a three fours mm-hmm. Ray? Are we going to get a new Ray ship? Is Ray going to, are we going to get like a new Ray like that comes in that has Maybe. three fours? I don't know. That sounds pretty cool. I mean, too. Hopefully not in a Y wing, because let's like let's let's take stock of how many great ships there's been in Y wings that you know, like <laughs> Anakin, three force, three force Y wing pilot. You see that on the table precisely never, but unless people <laughs> want to mess around with it, it's it's. I mean, it's silly, but it's just so easy to kill and still so many points because there's so much force. Ah, well, I don't know, maybe. Oh, yeah, T sixty five Ray would be cool. Yeah. Ooh, yes, I would love to see a T. Or I'll even you, take a T sixty five, but T seventy would be the 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 bomb. Yeah, hold on. Great. Let's bring Yasby back up. Let's look at some options. How about that? Let's let's do that because I would love me a Po Ray two T seventies. Oh yeah, God. with a little ZZ for flavor. There would be a new. There'd be a new. Uh, possibly a new Aces build out there as we talked about Aces today. Yes, Catherine, I agree 100%. Um, if they do, however, release a T65 for resistance, that would be an interesting thing, too. Kind of theory crafting there. I, who else would you put in there? Maybe Chewbacca, I guess? I don't know. I don't, I we're going to look. That happen. <laughs> I wouldn't put Chewbacca. I, I don't know. I don't know about Chewbacca. I, I don't know. Well, so just think about all well, the existing the, ships. Yeah. What is Ray? What is What did Ray fly? Right? Just the well, that's why that's why she that's why Catherine actually she, she said in in chat T sixty five X wing because she did fly the T sixty five X wing. Now, generally speaking, for resistance, you're looking at the T seventy X wing. So, Catherine is saying actually, like a re release oh, of the T sixty five into resistance as opposed uh, to I a see. pilot pack. It's an actual ship release. Very Ugh, interesting. No. Very no, no, no. interesting. I don't want that. But who else would you put in it, though? I bet you might see something. Solar card. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking... Oh, if you are talking about... Okay, so if she's saying the T-70 is what she'd mean, because the resistance only has the T-70. Still would be very cool. I I would not want to see... I do not want to see another freaking... I don't need another... I don't need another X-Wing. I just don't. Don't give me another X-Wing in resistance. mm -hmm. Well, what what other ships are you going to see though in Resistance? I mean, what do you got? I think now you're going to have to dig into the books. I think that's the problem. Now we have to dig into I mean, the books. Yeah, we have to, we're going to have well, to go into the books, and I'd have to go world. back and look. I'd have to go in and right. look at what the books have. Um, right. There might be some more stuff, but you're going to be looking. Well, we got like the bad bunch. That I mean, there's the, the, those aren't necessarily resistance times, but I, I imagine that we're going to start seeing the universe expand. I mean, basically, Mandalorian is all uh, like what pre-resistance, I guess you'd call it, but it could be resistance. Some of the stuff that happens there, we might start seeing some of the stuff through there. 
Yeah. I don't know. I huh. do not. I am not in favor of another freaking X-Wing, though. I have enough X-Wing. I don't I don't need it okay. anymore. <laughs> what am I going right, to do with so, X-Wing? So, uh, Catherine did clarify. She's saying um, uh, that she w- does want a T-65 Ray. Uh, with a resistance card pack, including the new Falcon uh, with the RZ2 and T70 pilots. Uh, yeah, I would love to see a. Um, I'd love to see another Aces pack. I love the Aces pack that we got. It was it was awesome. I would say I'd love to see Ray in a T65, but I'm also going to say, as they haven't released a ship for the faction, I give that a very low probability of happening. Though it would be very cool. Yeah, I am not excited. I would not be excited for that. I'm not. Just give me other ships. I would. God damn it. There's there's gotta be other ships. The... There you go. That's gonna be our goal. Okay, so let's let's look at that. What other ships does resistance have that we could put well, in? Well, I mean, I don't know what resistance. We might see something like the Razor Crest, though. That might come out. Um I don't know. Where where are we at with ship count on like the Republic? Well, Republic just got a bunch of new toys, resistance. Just got new toys. Uh, Fo just got some new toys. You know, I I don't know what we're gonna see next. We might see even some of the the classic factions getting some new stuff. Yeah, I will tell you if I could get a bad batch. And I've been thinking about uh, modifying one of my fans or one of my uh, my <laughs> stupid ships, my whatever you call them. I don't know what they're called now because it's way too late at night for me to be Falcon, thinking that Are you talking about? No, the, the my Empire ships. My Lambda-class shuttles. Because that's what that is. That Bad Bad ship's a Lambda-class shuttle. And I've actually gotcha. been thinking about modifying that just to have um, just to have a Bad Batch-style ship. There you go. Well, you that's might see be, it come out, though. Yep, Lambda. Yeah, yep. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I don't know how to remember things, I, I guess, at this point in my life. But yes, I would I would yeah, like I would like it. to modify my lambda. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do my lambda. Omicron, I'm going to modify yeah. it. That's going to be my goal. I think for the next six months, I'll be my intro to painting. Maybe ship modification. Do you think we're going to see it though? The Omicron though. Do you think we'll see that in in a different release? Maybe I don't know. Would you? Would, where would you put that though? Would you put that? Because I, I you, the Bad Batch came out. I I bet we're gonna see some sort of release for it. Would you put it in Republic though, or would you put it in Separatist Empire? I mean, let's say we got the Omicron. Where would it go? <laughs> for me, um, I don't know. Like, I hate to tell say this, but I would put it in Scum, and then. But this is the, this is the thing that I ha- the problem I have right is that is you almost just need it in multi-factions. I don't need it in Empire. It's not an Empire ship. They don't work for the Empire. They don't work for FO. They don't work for any of those people. So it's it's technically going to have to either... I would put it between a Republic and a Rebel ship. That would be my guess is where it fits. It's almost really more probably going to have to go in um, Republic just because technically that it's right at the end of that era they had it in the clone wars. So the probability that that's, it's going to land in Republic is pretty high, but I think it would be cool if they did a multi-pack ship where it, it allowed you to fly it and they give you upgrade cards. So you could fly it in mm-hmm. Republic and rebel. Like that would be to me, that would be smart. And again, this is, this is me saying, I don't, we haven't seen the end of the bad batch. We don't know. We don't know if they, they live long enough, right. To even make it to the rebel era. Right. We, we have no idea. You know, they did have hit. 
I don't. Can I say how how many weeks do I have to wait for fucking spoilers? Right, because technically speaking, there's well, a green. I mean, I was gonna say Twilic. forever at this point. Right? Yeah. No, green Twilic. Nah, yeah, right? at least for a while. There's a green Twilic that shows up. Is all I'm saying. A young green Twilic. Okay, that's enough. That's enough of that. Oh my god. Anyhow, wow. so, just because you haven't watched um, it, that's your problem, not mine. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. And who knows who here hasn't seen it, hasn't, hasn't seen it. Like, I've noticed that the cartoons uh, do have a tendency to have a not. I'm not trying to say this. I'm not trying to talk smack or anything like that, but I, I've noticed like Clone Wars and some of those people watch them a little slower. I've noticed, but I mean, that might just be my, my kind of, it's just you, man. I've okay, seen, that's just I've watched the bad. I did not do the Clone Wars at first just because I didn't like, wasn't into all the lore stuff quite as much. Um, and same with rebels. Right. Like I didn't have all that stuff, but now that they've re-released, you know, like I have all those networks. I, yeah, I went yeah. through and burned through Clone Wars twice. I've learned through Rebels once, you know. Right. I'm working on Resistance. It's just not as good. And so I, I'm curious, what do you think about releasing multiple models of the same ship that are like like the same ship, right? So you could, it, it, for instance, Omicron comes out, but it's just a Lambda class shuttle. What do you, you think? Mean that I could play like in multiple factions, or that I have to buy one for no, each? No, it would just faction. be. I was just say if you wanted it, it's just a Lambda class shuttle. It's Lambda class shuttle released as the Lambda class shuttle. You have one package has the Lambda, the other package has the Omicron. They're identical ships. They just look different. Well, I mean, I would take two of them. I guess I already own two of those Lambda class shuttles. So I'm just, I I'm just two. curious. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, that to me seems like something like that way you wouldn't have to modify, customize your own. Like it might be a little bit of a money spinner there for, her, uh, as they haven't released Lambda yet, release the Lambda and the Omicron at the same time, calling them the same, same ship. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be nah. purists out there who'd be a little bit mad about that situation. So maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, I would not that, like that. But <laughs> I can tell you, I would a hundred percent. If you gave me another white Lambda and release it for 2.0 and then told me, Hey, this is going to come with Omicron cards in it. So I can play the bad batch. Fuck that. No, thank you. Give me a bad batch looking ship. The whole point of the miniatures is so I can have a ship that looks like the ship I see on the damn screen. That's all I care. That's all I give a shit. Right. Nothing else. No, it's the it's the added bonus. I'm not trying to say that. I was just curious how you felt about it. That is all. Yeah. To me, to me, the better benefit would be give me an Omicron ship, right? Give me that specific ship and then tell me I can play it in several factions. Or uh, what's another cool. ship like Technically speaking, if we got a Razor Crest ship, what factions can I play that might in? Be technically, available. I Maybe. should be able to play it in Scum. I should be able to play that mm. in Resistance. Maybe you know, like technically, that's the beginning of the Resistance, right there. You know, I, I don't know. Like mm. that's what I say. Give me. I think all it would of those be cool things. too if they gave you, like, for instance, like if they re-released, they have the. Like, okay, so the Separatist fire spray, you have the Scum fire spray. They're the same ship. Um, I'd, be li I'd like to see them put the dial for both ships into the, into the thing and the cards for both factions into a, into a pack. I really would yeah. like to see that happen. For any, like, future release, I, I do, like, the Scum, like, the, the Separatist one should have come with the Scum cards and the Scum dial. 
it costs them almost nothing and it does add to the advantage to all the all the people out there playing so when they do have to fight by four packs of the time whisper they could be at least like hey but i only had to buy two fire sprays and it's good for both factions <laughs> yeah i don't know that's me that's what i would do i i hope that's i hope we see those type of things in the future where they don't make me buy three of the same damn ships for each faction forget that right that's not something i care about you know what you don't you know you don't want another you don't want another uh tie fighter model do you <laughs> no so i think the last thing we're gonna we're gonna ra- i don't need another tie fight i don't need a tie fighters i don't need any more tie fighters and i don't need any more of the stupid x-wings i got enough of the damn things Choke a horse. I literally <laughs> They're have technically extras. different. They're all so different, though. They're all so different. I I could I could get rid of them. Anyway, so the question now I have, Matt, is we have ten minutes left. Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. We can build you. Yeah, no more falcons. I agree with you, Catherine. Fuck. I don't want. I literally own four falcons. I don't need any more. But Catherine, it's iconic. Iconic, Catherine. How are we not supposed to have one at every faction? I mean, why don't we have a scum? Oh, wait. We do have a scum falcon. Oh. We should have one in the Separatist faction, too. That's it. I'm calling it now. No. No. All right. Now you're you're just, you're blurring the lines. (laughs) Now you're blurring lots of lines, Matt. All right. So the question is, are you playing on Thursday, Matt? We're going to have Matt play Uh, Thursday. I cannot. I have a rehearsal dinner for a wedding. Oh. All right. Oh, sorry. Never mind then. We can so, build you a list, though, Chris. Nope. Would you like to have a list built? No, I got. <laughs> okay. com- I got comment. I'm doing comment with um Paul on Thursday. Yeah. All right. I'm very sorry. I am unable to make that. I do apologize. No yeah, big deal. So for my my actual my cousin is getting married, and we are standing. We are the the I don't know whatever you call it. Best man and best madam sure whatever that is mm-hmm. all right well we will go ahead and the, let's wrap the episode up then that way we can get on uh let everybody get on with their night if you have not checked us out we are obviously on twitch youtube we are on podbean we should be on all the podcast channels now i guess i should go double check that and see if that's the case um but either which way if you have not liked and subscribed you're welcome to do so on our twitch channel as well as our youtube channel or our podcast channel of Plenty Face Syndicate. We are live every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, or what is that, 100 UTC time. And then we are going to be live playing games live on Thursday. So if you'd like to sign up, join our Discord. Um, we we might be moving to Fridays. I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet. So we're 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 doing Thursdays for now. Um, because Friday sometimes is is um league night for me and Matt here in grand rapids so sometimes we have leagues on friday which i actually have leagues this friday so i can't stream this friday um either which way Last that being said thank you all for joining us we'll be back next week with another amazing episode of planning phase syndicate have a good night good night